0: In the Pits is partnered with Pod Runners Union. Follow Pod Runners Union on Instagram to find Strength in Union and celebrate our sports pit crew. Send in photos to represent your union local and be featured. Stealing pods for undeserving teams, it's a living. In the Pits is partnered with Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. Based in Austin and servicing the surrounding areas, these golden eagles will bring life to any event you are having, from birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, corporate events, or even a simple performance to enjoy. Guillermo Padilla, one of their trumpet players, is also a member of the Texas paintball scene. Visit them on Facebook and Instagram to check out some of their past performances, or give them a call to book them for your event today. In the Pits is partnered with Bem Raps. Behind every mask is a unique and creative player. Tap into it when you order your next custom headpiece. Their Build-A-Band lets you communicate with them one-on-one to make your order just the way you want, all the way down to the color of the stitch. Check out their Instagram, at BEMRAPS, for drops and build videos of them working on orders. They offer very competitive pricing, so reach out today to get started on your own one-of-a-kind headpiece. In the Pits is partnered with Uno's Jerky. Made right here in the state of Texas by J.C. Lemon, Unos has some of the best tasting jerky around, and each flavor has ties back to Texas paintball. I personally recommend the Texas Titan flavor. Head to unosjerky.com and use code PITS10, where a portion of every purchase will go back into the Texas paintball scene. In the Pits is partnered with Hydra. Designed by players for players, you can outfit yourself in Hydra gear from head to toe. Have confidence that when you make a purchase from Hydra, you are purchasing a well-tested and well-thought-out product, trusted by several top teams, including first-place semi-pro team paintballfit.com. I personally recommend their Hydra Black Knee Pads. Purchases over $100 receive free shipping. Head to hydra.fit to browse their selection and discover the Hydra mentality. In the Pits is partnered with XTPL Events, The Extreme Tournament Paintball League is a series put on by the Lukau family of paintball fit fame that gives the opportunity for players to learn and grow together as a team. Three-man, challengers and champions X-Ball, draft mech X-Ball, and even youth 3v3. There's something for everyone at XDPL. Not to mention prize tosses, raffles, and the infamous paintball munching contest. Events happen throughout the year, and the prizes never disappoint. Sign up for an XDPL event today on PB Leagues. In the Pits is partnered with Skull Monkeys Paintball. Equip, engage, excel. In the Pits is sponsored by FU Athletics, created with a purpose and focused on building a better you. We are a brand that matters in your workout, and every purchase gives back to cancer research. Go to thefuathletics.com and use code In the Pits 25 for 25% off of your order. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first in line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message Get underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a Get That Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X Factor to take paintball players of all ages experience levels and skill groups and mold them into champions the program breaks the game down into small easy to learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game newcomers to the program get a free one hour introductory class when mentioning in the pits to sign up for a class message at paintball on instagram Welcome, everybody, to episode 63 of In the Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week, we will have a short and sweet episode with a new topic and a new special guest. I'm Christian Smith. I'm a player for the Texas Titans. And this episode, we are going in the pits with Paul Hubert and Ty Bateman. Pro players for Austin Notorious, gentlemen. How are you doing this evening?
1: Doing very well.
2: Doing very well. well. How
0: are you? Doing good, boys. I've uh, been looking forward to this one for a while. I'm uh, happy that uh you still remember the little guys, even though you both have made it big time now.
3: Dude, that's what keeps us going. You know, like you know, Texas
2: paintball community is strong. So Central Texas healthcare, yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. All right, let's uh, let's get right into it. Uh. So, uh, this question is going to be for both of you guys. So this one's brought to us by XTPL events for those listening that maybe don't know about you. Uh, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene? And what are some teams that you've played for over the years? Let's start with Paul.
1: Um, if you, I guess we could say, uh, I played
3: like my first APPA in like 2010 and, uh, for years before that, you know, just kind of played on the weekends, uh, with friends. Just and always like never for tournaments, just really like for fun and just like kinda going out and um Get better. Yeah, just like balling like having fun at the fields, like you know, picking up paintballs and just like you know, doing everything just to be be out, you know, it was it was good. And uh like I said, I played my first uh tournament in like 2010, um, you know, off and on, you know, with a lot of teams and I didn't really uh immerse myself until about 2018 and i uh, had the opportunity to play with a lot of homies in san antonio with a uh, plum life so it's kind of like a spin-off i guess of you know like the real plums out in oklahoma but uh it was fun you know it really like kind of lit that fire underneath me and uh for the next year i kind of bounced around um i played a lot of tournaments uh you know just just really like tried to put myself in every format, like playing both uh, days of the USXBL, um, driving to Houston, playing like three mans, um, going to fit and playing like the weird two mans and three mans and all those formats, you know, it's really like just trying to play as much paintball as I could. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until about like 2019. Um, I found my way
1: back to notorious and, uh, yeah it's just been been that ever since um you know we all knew
3: markey back probably like 2012 ish you know when he was on the scene you know played against him with him like watched him grow up stand with a lot of guys on the team and uh i guess that year just kind of you know everything kind of fell into place and
1: um you know it happened so it's kind of my history um
0: you know, so sweet. Yeah, I know uh, you've been around for a long time and I know especially what you said, 2018, 2019, whenever you really like went into it, like seemed like you were playing at least a tournament a month, uh, oftentimes multiple tournaments in a month. Uh, like you probably had the most events played out of anybody in Texas for that season. I
3: mean, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, I, there were a lot of times where like, I never had the opportunity rather to be like life stuff or family stuff coming the way. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just, you know, really immerse myself in, in both feet, you know, I tell guys like up and coming, you know, just, to you know, constantly put yourself in those different situations and try to play as much paintball as you can and, you know, be the freestyle king. I always say, and, uh, You know, that that playing USXBL is cool. They used to have a race to, you know, D4 race to two, like four formats. So some Saturdays I'd go play, uh, you know, race to two, you know, occasionally D3 X-Ball, you know, because it was like, you know, not on APPA. And then the next day go play D4 X-Ball, you know, so those kind of weekends were a lot of paintball, but, you know, it was, it was really fun, you know, and do that like two seasons in a row, like really get you sharp, you know.
0: Definitely. That's a, that's a hell of a way to put your nose to the grindstone. Right. Uh, so let's, let's go over to Ty. So Ty, same question to you. How long have you been playing in Texas and who are some of the teams that you played for?
2: Um, I probably played in the scene for probably 12, 13, 14 years at this point, probably about 14. Yeah. Uh, we you we played, played longer for- than me, man. Yeah. I've been playing quite a while. I took a few <laughs> breaks here and there. Uh, Paul, Brought me back in the last time to play for Notorious. So that ended up being a good run, you know, ended up pro. So not too bad. But um, some of the teams I played for, I actually started playing scenarios initially for the first few years, maybe like a year or two of my paintball experience. And then probably just practice for, for a while, didn't play any tournaments. Um, I actually played my first tournament with Marky. Um, it was like a D5-3 man like uh so that was yeah. we won that It was pretty fun it's my first paintball tournament experience although i've been playing for a while um so i played with pretty much notorious was my first team and real organization for sure um i had brief stints with some other teams like um i played on diesel for an event played with um elite which was a semi-pro team that just kind of like came out of nowhere and Played with a few other teams with x-factor for like 2015 16 season. So I had a rookie pro season then, kind of had some real life stuff happen, take a break after that, come back for a little bit. So it's it's pretty much the main history of it. Most teams I've played for. It's always pretty much destined to come back to to Notorious, I feel.
0: For sure. And I see y'all, uh, there's a lot of those teams that you played for, uh, in the background there. I see you, you came with a lot of jerseys for show yeah. and tell, uh, why don't y'all, can y'all, uh, maybe scoot over a little bit. Let's see the full collection back there.
2: I got a TV in the way, unfortunately, but, uh, it's got some notorious jerseys. I got, I got some friends and you know family members jerseys up there. Um, a lot, a lot of notorious jerseys. I got, I got some that i I still need to put up. I got a hurricane's jersey and some Some other journeys i've swapped with some people recently so need to expand it quite a bit but figured something's better than nothing you know so it's a slippery slope when you start collecting these things
0: for sure yeah no i know all about that uh yeah my paintball closet is very very full right now so uh this next question is brought to us by skull monkeys paintball is gonna be for both of you guys So tell us what was it that got you into paintball in the first place? Let's start with Ty on this one.
2: Um, so it's kind of a combination of like the the regular, you know, like birthday party story, and um, actually I had an older brother who played like airsoft and paintball a little bit, and I think uh, I think we watched it on ESPN as well. And I always thought you know it was real real neat watching you know all those guys, Dynasty and Excessive, and all those guys run out there and play on espn so that kind of a few years later i just kind of had a hankering i was like hey i really want to do something fun let's, let's go play paintball It was a friend's birthday party he's like hey i want to play paintball too and so that was really the start of it i think i think it was near one of my birthdays too so i bought a gun you know had my parents buy me one for br- my birthday and that was pretty much the end of it from there it slippery slope
0: Dude, the bug bite is so strong once you get it yeah, uh, there's there's almost nothing you can do to get back out. And I'm even if you yeah, take breaks. I mean, yeah. Never can fully quit. It's just taking break for a little bit here and there. And then you just get right back in. All right. So Paul, what was it that got you in? Uh I mean I was
3: exposed to paintball like pretty young, but I didn't really get into it get into it until like a lot later in life. Um,
1: but um, I mean, it's like a culmination of a lot of things. Um, I mean, just like the people, generally, like all the
3: friendships I've made and stuff over the years have just been priceless. You know, like wouldn't trade it for anything. And uh, I mean, just a lot of like things on myself. You know, I, I have little some regrets, like I, I didn't pursue baseball um, as younger, and I didn't want paintball to be like another regret. something. put a lot of effort into
1: and, and try to make something of it. You know, because I've been such a big part of my life and so uh
3: i don't know i just kind of like to prove it to like myself and like you know the people around me and uh you know that's just kind of been like a big driving force and and you know why i play uh uh, i hope i didn't steer off too much you're good
0: no for sure that's uh you know, every, everybody kind of gets their start in one way or another. But, uh, like you said, with the relationships with, uh, others, that's, that's what keeps us all in there. And I think that's the thing that keeps us coming back after, after we've taken these breaks is the, the connections with people and how. And just, yeah. And a lot of
3: things in paintball, like are hard to like find in like a lot of day-to-day life things, you know, just like the competitiveness or like the camaraderie, you know, especially in like the, you know, the kind of society we live in you know, nowadays. And it's just like, a lot of that stuff's unmatched and just I don't know, paintball is, is able to like provide that you know it's just it's really cool
0: definitely it's a, a lot of the things that uh jd Lukow was saying last week was uh paintball is is life life is paintball and uh a lot of the things within paintball and the things that people paintball teaches you are uh are skills that uh that you use, like, kind of outside in the in the real world, and help to make you uh, just a better person, and even like finding a lot of success in your personal life and your uh, career, things like that.
3: For sure, like all the character lessons, and it's just like you know, I always joke around too. You know, it teaches you to be a good loser, you know, because you're gonna do a lot more losing than winning, you know. But it's just about being resilient and like keep going, you know.
0: For sure. So uh, this question is for both of you guys and it's brought to us by Pod Runners Union. Uh so what are some things over the years that uh, you've noticed within the Texas scene that has changed over time either for better or for worse? Uh Paul, let's go with you on this one.
3: Um I think overall it's just nothing but like positives. Um I mean you take a look back like maybe in like the early like 2010s like just like x teams, you know, like, competitive, like, you know, D2, D3, you know, D4 teams weren't really around, you know? Um, and I just feel like the scene just kind of in that time, like, really took some dips. And maybe, like, after, like, maybe, like, when NXL came out, you know, after PSP fell, and like, restructured, um, I feel like it really has, like, gone up, you know? I remember PV Nation posted an article, like, in 2019 about that one being, like, so, like, a 19%, like increase you know and just overall okay. like people attending and things like that which i thought was like really cool i think a lot you of know? it
2: too has a lo- has something to do with um like the more availability of fields to play at there's there's just more fields to cater to players and the player base is grown because of that and so um you have like outlaw our home field and you got like fields like Bend, and next factor of course that like have their own groups of teams and things like that and they all get to play in the local tournaments and just make themselves better kind of like just a a vacuum where just people really good players fight amongst themselves constantly create the strongest ones and i think that really lends to like texas being kind of like a paintball mecca which is you know what people like matty marshall and stuff for sure time and time again i think it's really the truth i think texas is really growing into that i mean from like austin
3: you know san antonio that little stretch and houston all that it's just it's crazy i mean you know, with the way things are going, like, you know, if it's going to, you know, get the pro spot, it would be five pro Texas teams next year. Yeah, plus it's only, know, it's, getting hotter.
2: A lot. it's only getting hotter, you know. So it's like, it really molds you. When you get late in those tournaments and the fatigue sets in, and dealt with 105 degree heat on practice weekends every weekend. It's like, it makes you, breaks you, you know. It's, sure. And the availability of practice too down here. Some, you know, some states people live in, it's, it snows a lot of time of the year weather's just bad they can't they can't practice or they got to do alternatives like indoors so it's not as not as productive as like being down here in the texas weather is
0: for sure yeah there's no off season in texas right now we're playing we're playing 12 months out of the year we've got tournaments in december and january like there's ain't no stopping paintball here in texas and with the with the thing about the fields like if you look 10 years ago uh how many of the fields that are thriving right now were even around? Like very few. Uh you've got X Factor was around. Um I th- I think maybe a field or two in Houston. I'm not so familiar over there. I'm sure Zone was around. Yeah, there's yeah. legends. And Zone, yeah. Then maybe cousins, but other than that, like uh Paintball Fit wasn't started until twenty sixteen. Um you know, DFW adventure park and fun on the run were around, but there's that's like three or four fields like tournament fields in Texas and then uh, maybe paintball nights in there as well. But now there's like at least 10 like solid tournament fields all over Texas, like multiples in the same city. Like in Houston, you've got zone, you've got uh splat who just completed. They've got the indoor field and now they've got the outdoor field. You've got wasteland in North Houston, Obviously, paintball fits uh, absolute juggernaut up in uh, kit, up in the d f w area uh, and sand uh, outlaw has been uh pretty solid rock kind of can in the in the middle of all of it, uh elite paintball over in Lubbock uh, and then of course, everything going on in the valley as well. it's like it's not just like two or three. It's not just, like, San Antonio, Houston, Dallas anymore. Now it's like, well, Austin's on the map, Lubbock's on the map, the Valley's on the map. You got to think about all these places, and you got to respect all of For them. Sure, yeah,
3: definitely. And they always have teams that show up at USXBL, you know. It's just – I'd say it's definitely one of, like, the, you know, arguably best, like, like, you know, divisional series, you know, in the country, I think, as far as, like, all the teams that come up under these Texas pro teams and just, you know –
0: And like, even, even at the tournaments within Texas, it's not like as of recently, I'd say the last three to five years, it's, it's been a little bit more back and forth as far as like, which region is on top. Like this, uh, I think the last USXBL, uh, elite one out of Lubbock, uh, at the last Bunker Fest event, I want to say like Balls Out got first or second place, and then Houston Zones up there. Uh, Austin Hypnotic is usually good for a win every year. Mm-hmm. Like it's like teams from all over the place. The, Dra- the Dragoons have been, I think they got back to back third places at the start of the year in USXBL. Texas Titans uh, have been securing wins. Like, and then of course the, the teams up at fit, like greed's been winning in uh, division three and bunkerfest, like teams from all over the place. And it's, it's really spread out and it's super competitive for sure. All right. Uh, so Ty, same question to you. What are some things that you've noticed have changed over the years?
2: Um, I think, you know, most of the same, I think it's kind of just like uh, the diversity has grown a little bit and, you know, the, the, sp- there's there's a lot of divisional teams and a lot of different programs that people could choose from if you're new on the scene, and there's just a lot of places to go as far as fields go and as far as programs go as well. You know, it's just, I think, really is a good place to be if you want to be a good paintball player. I think you can really jump up ranks pretty quickly if that's what you want to do or get a really solid foundation and go from there. So I, th- I think things have just gotten better through the years, and I think it's, Texas is, like I said, solidified itself as kind of like paintball neck.
0: Definitely. And I love how you put it was paintball programs, not just teams or paintball lines. It's, it's whole bottom to top programs. Yeah. And they're, they're, yeah. Cause there's more to it,
2: you know? Yeah. The structure trickles down is kind of what we found out, kind of, especially, you know, if you have the opportunity to have like a pro team at the top of your program, you get a lot of that discipline and a lot of, you know, just things you pick up subtly through watching them and figuring out, you know, like, for instance, watching them lose or watching them win, you know, like being humble about it or, you know, just the skills as well that you pick up. So
0: yep. there's a lot of programs around now and uh, a lot yep. of like in a lot of different areas. And the cool thing about the programs is that a lot of them now, like uh, what I've been calling the arms race within Texas, um, the um, the programs help not only like kind of teach you correctly instead of like kind of back, like maybe seven, eight, 10 years ago where you first start out in D five, you're pretty much just trying to figure it out all on your own. Uh, Now you've got guys surrounding you from bottom to top that are uh, helping you learn the ropes in a more structured way And, uh, that's going to help like kind of bring you success faster, but also the programs are bringing, you're noticing a lot more Texas pro players, uh, being connected to these programs. Like, uh, in San Antonio, you've got Colt Roberts and Jesse Stevens coaching the teams out there in Houston. You've got Devin Stewart. Uh, in Austin, you've got uh, you guys uh, and also Nico Hyde with the hypnotic program. Up in uh, Dallas, you've got the Diesel guys. You've got PB Fit that are uh, helping out uh, teams like TKO, Greed, all of them. Uh, so the, the arms race is real because uh, everybody's like trying to secure any resource that they can to uh, help themselves go to the top. And that's, that's why it's so like... It's so tough in Texas versus if you're going to go play NXL, it's like, Oh, this is it. Like the, the, you can make a playoff bracket in NXL entirely with Texas teams nowadays.
2: Some war escalation. That's for sure. Yeah. It's just the Thunderdome out there. People teams going at it.
0: Definitely. All right. So this next question, uh, actually before we get to the next question, just want to highlight some things that are being said in the chat here. Uh, Dan Shelley's in here. Brandon Ortega from BEMRAPS. Raps. Chris Isaacs asks, uh, he says, All I want to know is, Paul, are you going to sell the geo? I'll get back to him.
3: <laughs> it's fine. He called it. Conflicted. I saw his message. No, you know, busy work. Yeah, I'll get back to you. I'll hang on it. I'd really rather sell it, but i uh, got too many guns. So, I mean, if you got a good offer, but, you know, just, just hit me up.
0: For sure. Uh." Uh Pat Rayborn in the chat says hello. Um hey, up, Pat. Yeah. Dan Shelley says he's proud of Paul. First he's getting on social media, now you're getting on podcasts. I know. Dude, I'm really
3: like introverted, so it is like new for me, you know?
0: So it's cool. Fine. How long how old- how long have you had the Instagram now? Is it what, like three months? I made it like right before Philly. You know? So yeah, yeah I guess. So- you
2: know, so-
0: Something, Something like, like that. that. Sweet, yeah. And then uh, Kayla Smith in it's the chat. Paintball. Huh? Kayla Smith in the chat says, I don't know these guys, <laughs> no. but they seem super cool. Uh,
1: I, you
0: know. You're all right. <laughs> uh, Sasha in the chat, <laughs> he says, uh, question for Paul, uh, where did you get all of these paintball guns and why is the Spider Pilot ACS the oh, most my. badass in your collection? I,
3: know, I got some more coming. You know, but... uh, collection is deep. The
1: gloves just goes back quite far. I don't know. I mean, it, it's... You know... Just a collection. Like, uh... It takes a one while. One thing after one of them. You know, it's never just one. And,
3: uh... I don't know. There's just been some cool guns that I've come across. You know, a lot of, like, the older guns. The new guns, you
2: know, just, like, pick up and play. You know, it's back... Many, it's many hours of scouring PB Nation. And just... Lesser known forms of, of paintball pleasures and doing stuff for guns stuff for guns so yeah i mean it's just just a collection i've built i don't know i
3: don't really know much more to like put on that <laughs> i love how uh
0: like uh you're responding to chris isaacs you said yeah i, I got my collection's too big. I need to sell some. And then like two sentences later, I've got more on the way. <laughs> that's You're that. Ha- well, I mean, I have
3: a few that's like some, some other ones that he'll work on, but I do need to sell some.
0: Yeah. Do be so. like that for sure. All right. So yeah. this, this question is just for Paul. So Paul, uh, even as recent as may of 2021. So just over two years ago, you were playing in D four with notorious in the US XBL. And uh once you finally made the jump out of D four, the climb to the pro division went pretty quick. So how was like the the whole pacing of it all to you and what do you think was like the key catalyst to kind of unleash your journey to the top?
3: I don't know, just like a call so many like factors like come into play. So I mean I mean, just like first like the group of guys, you know, you look at everyone like kind of on the team, we've all Grown up Central Texas, you know, paintball players, you know, with, you know, eight to ten years, you know, roughly everybody, you know, all the original guys, you know, Brandon, Markey. Um, you know, Jared's been playing a long time. Alex is playing playing a really long time. Yeah. Um, And just, I don't know, everyone on the team, just like, you know, just great people, you know, that you want to surround yourself with, you know, on and off the field that, you know, just, just like, just good people that you like really care about, you know, so I mean, it just makes it world of difference like when you're going in a battle with people like that you know just like tears you apart when you see your but you know your boys getting shot out you know it's just you know that that level of like camaraderie and like care you know um i don't know just a lot of things it just felt like so organic you know you you find a group of guys you like buying with and you know um and it, it's been just something that we've talked about for years you know like uh You know, when Ty was on X Factor, like other teams, you know, Lee, um, you know, when we were all doing things, Mark was on
1: Grit, you know, played on Ruthless, you know, we all, I don't know, just, just felt, I don't know, just
3: making a team, I don't know, like notorious again, you know, with the boys and uh, just like, just giving it a shot and
2: going It just, I don't know, It
3: just like all fell into place,
2: you know. And it's something we always talked about, too. We spent, like, many hours just sitting in a dark room, like, watching dirter videos, talking about taking Notorious Pro. You yeah, know, just, like, in stuff.
3: a, in a, in, a in like, a dark room, you know, like, before high school. Just, like, every morning just hanging out, like, watching Dyrdha, you know? Like, just stuff like that. The little things, you know? You know? Just banging, like, Dyrdha music. But, uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, just a lot of things. I don't know. Uh, I could say a lot to it, you know. It's just
3: really cool, like, how it all comes together.
2: I think it's cool just, like, taking some guys that you've been battling with and against, you know. That's one thing, because you play some people, and you're like, dang, like, I'm glad that motherfucker's on my team now, you know. Because he's always been a problem for us, and now he's with us. And you take some people like that, and then, you you know, we've added some really good pieces to that as well, like Harris and Archie and Mike, and just adding players to that and rounding it out, you know. And, and, like, achieving the goal with that, it's, it's phenomenal.
3: And then to have, like, him too, you know, it's been just a blessing on its own, you know, just all the knowledge, you know, and, uh, like, belief he has in us, you know. I think he has more faith in me than I do myself sometimes, you know, and it's just I really appreciate it, you know.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so this question is just for Ty. Uh, this question is also brought to us by BemRap. So, Ty, your journey – Uh, like you have previous experience in the pro division. So your journey has been more of a return, uh, since you did play with San Antonio X factor in the 2016 season. So do you think, uh, thinking back to that (laughs) season, uh, do you think that at the time you were truly ready to play pro, uh, and then what were some things that you took away from being on X factor?
2: Um, so to answer the first question, I I don't think truly where I was at in my life, like, you know, personally personally. As well as i think physically i was pretty good at paintball but you know like the mental aspect of it especially at that level is is really really difficult to you know you know maintain and achieve and it's really just a mental game at that level so at the time you know being as young as i was and this is where where i was at in my life I, i i don't think i was ready for it personally but i did take away a lot from it i'm super you know thankful to have the experience it was it well, was super great. Alex Martinez is a great mentor. Love playing for him. He's phenomenal. You know, nothing good mm-hmm. things to say about him. He's a legend. You know. Uh, and all the players on the team as well. Like it was just an honor playing with him, being around people that I idolized since I was, you know, probably like twelve years old. Seeing him in magazines and having having friends who had their old gear would always, you know, speak so highly of him and I was like, Fuck yeah, i want to play on that team when I you know, when the time comes. And I think sometimes you gotta make those hard mistakes and and rush and grab things and sometimes fall and get back up. And that's essentially what happened. Without Paul, essentially, I wouldn't probably have came back and played again, you know, started back at D2 and won the D2 season, the semi-pro season, pro spot with boys. So I I think it means a lot playing with, you know, like your best friend as well as like a lot of people that you've always played with, so. I did. I I learned a lot from it, as well as like, you know how to how to hold yourself. What's what's expected of you as a pro player? You know, not not to embarrass yourself, and you know to treat your body right, and to you know work on your drills, but also study film and and study the mental aspect of the game. Because, like I said, everybody at that pro level is very physically gifted, and they could all do amazing things with the gun. It's just trying to outsmart them or trying to yeah, get around them or basically just that's more of them, yeah. So
0: that's that's what I learned. I, I learned a lot on
2: X Factor. So it's like a lot and some of it's hard to them to work. But it's a great experience.
0: Yeah. I've I've heard nothing but good things about the organization and there's a reason why X Factor is still around after what, almost two decades now uh of and being still placing High as well. Yeah, they're the. I think That's they're currently in second place, and so they're like just consistently on the very top, consistently relevant. So like they've, <clears throat> and to be doing it for as long as they have, uh, just means that they've they've structurally they've set everything up as it should be, and uh, they've they've got all their uh, bases checked off. And I think it, uh, I think it trickles down to the rest of the teams that play out of that area. Like I know for myself and for the other divisional teams that are uh, practicing at X factor pretty consistently, like we know that guys like Alex Martinez are absolutely massive to the scene, to the league, to the sport as a whole.
2: Yeah, And they've contributed a lot to like our identity as a team and, you know, a lot of our players, because I've always practiced at the field before X-Factor was maximum, and, you know, the cores were gravel, and you used to, like, really hurt yourself going out there, and it was a great time. Yeah, that was, uh, really, that was the days. Really made you, you know, like a player and real rugged, so, like, it, just being around the team and being at that team's, you know, field growing up really, like, kind of shaped us as players, as well as many other people on the team, obviously, you know, so. For
0: sure uh so this next question is for both of you guys and it's brought to us by mariachi aguilas de oro so two seasons ago austin notorious brought on ryan gray to be the head coach starting with the 2021 virginia invitational so tell me what has it been like to be uh get the opportunity to play under ryan gray
1: who you him him first
0: uh let's go with let's go with you paul
1: Oh, uh, I mean,
3: like I said, kind of earlier, like it's it's been a blessing. Um, I think for uh, Virginia, was really something because uh, you know I, I feel like for a while Mark was kind of talking to Ryan, you know, looking for a coach, you know, to kind of like make make this all happen, you know, find someone that would coach us, and but like he kind of talked to Ryan for maybe about a year, a you know, year and a half before, you know, and you know, just talk with nothing serious and. I think, you know, when we had that opportunity, Ryan just kind of, you know, came out, you know, like kind of no expectations. I feel like Virginia
2: uh, was kind of the tester for him.
3: Yeah, just to kind of see where we stood as a
1: group and, you know, if it was was worth it, you know, whatever. Um, But sure enough, I mean, just the, I
3: don't know, just how Virginia played out, you know, is unexpected for everyone. And, uh, you know, just really like showed a lot about you know the the guys that were there and um you know what we wanted to do. So I think ever since that point, you know, had some faith in us and it was like, shoot, you know, let's do this thing. And uh I mean I feel like in the last two years there's definitely been some times where we've really let him down. But, you know, like there's been some times where we've really surprised him too. And uh you know those those times sucked go through but you know like to think we're a little bit better on the other side so but i mean it's just it's been a it's been a movie you know it's just been
1: absolutely crazy you know the last two years to, to get to this point you know
0: definitely uh ty how about you how's it been playing under ryan
2: um it's been an honor honestly like um playing for uh, coach, who's got such like a storied history, and especially in the Texas scene, and you know, just being a Texas legend, and in the way he employs good discipline, and you know, really expects a lot of out of us sometimes, and like a little bit like Paul said, kind of, you know, we really test his patience sometimes, and then like right in the nick of time, we'll pull something out and really give him that mm, ah moment, you know, and <laughs> I feel like it really raised the blood, <laughs> the adrenaline is good, you know, really. Like they kick out of that a little bit. We could be a little more consistent. you know, I think that's what we work on, it. and that's what we'll <laughs> learn in time, you know it's a, it's a patient game and it's a it's about the accumulation and about, you know taking all those skills that you learn over time and making sure you don't lose any of that and, and employing more. so plan plan for Ryan has been really great, and I think it's been an honor. I think a lot of this wouldn't probably have been possible without him. Um just you know it's really pretty much given me a lot less to worry about as a player, other than like game plans and you know trying to play the game better, so that personally has helped me out a lot, and it's just been great, honestly
0: I know uh back last year, right after World Cup, uh his speech after y'all's first match uh went a little bit viral, and uh just it was I thought it was uh really cool insight to see like just at what level of expectation that you need to hold yourself to at that level and how coaches like really effective coaches like him are able to pull that out of their players while at the yeah, same time sure. like not like you know managing emotions and things like that where you're not just gonna you know get them down and not able to like you get them in their own heads, things like that. He's just expecting the most out of you, but also like kind of inspiring you at the same time. And I, uh, it's obvious that he's been able to do that to a very high level with you guys.
3: For sure. I mean, bottom line, events are like real expensive and just like, you know, if you're like if you're not going to go with like a prepared competitive team. You know I mean? It's, it's a waste, you know? It's, it's like, don't waste like anyone's time. I mean, yeah, we might've like got a little nearsighted, you know, dropping the f-
1: game, but it was that, you know, like wake up call that we needed, you know. For sure. And we will like that. I mean it's a weird style. Like, I
3: mean, we might come out and drop like the easy first game, but you know, when we're on our heels, like we're a team, you know, a little and I'd, they say. I'd say I like playing divisional teams, there's been a lot of games where we've dug ourselves a hole and I'd say eight out of ten of those games we were able to pull yeah you know out. pull ourselves out. And I just that says a lot about like our team and like, style. Just you know when we're put in a corner, so. Right. Just being a little more consistent, coming off the gate hot. I and mean, that's, you
0: know. that's the hardest thing in paintball is consistency, like both on the field, off the field and business and, uh, practice regimen, like at anything, like you see all the time, uh, players coming in and out teams, uh having issues even like companies maybe having issues here and there with consistency and their product or uh, whatever the case may be consistency is like the toughest thing that i personally think to uh be able to master within the game of paintball no, i agree there's so many just
3: variables and factors that can you know move in parts that I can just yeah go Same, lose you, you
2: move all those little things like having batteries having waters having all that dumb All that stuff, as soon as you remove all that and you focus on the game a lot more, it really helps out.
0: For sure. So this next question is brought to us uh, by Paintball Kumite. And uh, either of you guys can answer this one. So tell us, how has your workload and your level of preparation changed since making the jump out of lower divisionals? And even like, what's the difference between lower divisionals and division two? And then like, even the difference between that and semi-pro and then semi-pro and now in the pro division? So I, um, either of you can take it. It doesn't matter to me.
1: I'll I'll say what I,
3: from like my opinion, I guess from what I've seen and I'll still a little bit like from coach, you know, uh, you know, about like his D2. Uh, but I think D3 is like pretty stacked. You know, you got a lot of like consistent, like pretty good team playing paintball players, you know, teams that play good team paintball in D3. I feel like it's, it's definitely pretty stacked. Um, a lot of competitive teams. Um, D2, pretty good, but I think, you know, take it from coach, but, uh, you know, it's pretty, like, diluted, you know, it's a, I feel like a big gap from, like, the top four, you know, top pack teams compared to, like, everyone else, you know. And uh, I feel like a lot of those D3, you know, really good D4 teams compete in that, you know, if they have, like, the right guidance and, you know, stuff like that, you know, as, like, coach, coaching, organization, things like that. And, uh, I don't know, semi-pro? I feel like there's a lot of dogs in semi-pro right now. Um... You know, I mean, obviously, you got a couple top pack, you know, fit. You it's know, locked up up there. But. Yeah, I think for maybe like the next season or two, you know, I'd put money on Blast Camp after. Uh, you know, if, if they don't pull it off next year, that's kind of sad. But, uh, you know, I, I'd put money on them. Um, and, you know, the other teams nipping at their heels are pretty good, too. So, um,. I mean, I just for, like, any team, I just think the best thing is, like, just jumping in the fire, you know, and, like, getting up to speed, like, getting acclimated, like, playing against those teams, you know. You know, first event or so might be pretty rough, you know, learning, you know, learning, the, you know, that pace. But, um, I mean, once you do, you know, and you are exposed to it, you know, um, really, like, makes a difference in, like, you're playing. And, you know, when you go out and play those teams and, you know, have good matches, you know. Pull stuff out, like you know, you know, you can do it as a team. So I don't know, just just kind
1: of like that. That's kind of my opinion on divisions, as far as like what I see. Gotcha,
0: Ty. You got anything to add to that?
2: Um. So as far as like the workload between, um, while the divisions like escalate and stuff like that, I feel like, you know. When you're in the low divisions and stuff like that, you can work on your mechanics and stuff, but it's really like a communication game once you get past like D2, communication and like the gelling of your teammates and stuff like that. I'd say to add, probably Division 3 and Division 2 aren't as stacked as probably like, you know, obviously the semi pro division would be, but. I feel like there's some, some good, you know, especially locally, there's there's a lot of good um, talent in the D3 and D4. Especially locally, I know it's probably that way in other areas as well. Are just waiting to get picked up and just get picked apart by the higher division teams. And so, especially with restructuring, when some of those other teams restructure, we'll have a better chance. But I think it kind of like D2s probably one of the easier divisions as weird as that sounds i think i think D, there's just a lot of teams in d3 and d4 and there's some pretty good semi-pro teams too so it's
1: that's kind of how i feel about it
0: interesting yeah i know that there's quite a few teams out there that uh once they leave d3 they skip division two entirely and they go straight to semi-pro uh that's true for even teams here like the Texas Cyclones, uh, they had that really successful season in Division Three. I think they ended up getting first or second place for the series last year, and they made the jump to semi-pro. And uh, not yeah. not too uncommon of a story there.
3: I I like and respect those guys a lot, but I think they should have probably, probably played D two. I mean, you know, it's like it's a good experience, you know, and it's not something you're ever gonna to get D2. as a, t- yeah. you know, yeah, you can't but, ever go backwards, and and you know i don't know
2: when we did it like you know you take that step i don't know this yeah for me personally too i appreciated coming back down to d2 because i i knew i i still had to knock the rust off coming back from not playing for a while you know get my gun skills and everything back on point which took a little while but the communication was the main thing i wanted to work on you know the communication and the teamwork was the main thing i felt like i lacked when i played with x-factor so i really wanted to you know kind of start over and work my way back up while Focusing on those kind of things. And I think that's helped me as a player kind of immensely, you know?
1: Definitely. And you need to be
3: just heavily invested in people, I think. You know, if you play like semi pro, it's just like, you know, like, you're going to take some whoopings and stuff, and you're going to have those nights where you're being like, why you do this, you know, and all this, you know? And uh, I don't know, like, you just really got to be into it, you know? But it's just, it's a journey, you know? You You take those. Those bad tournaments, as lessons, and things you can, like, reach back on, you know? Some of those little things, like, drive you crazy, you know? Yeah. Keep you up and not, you know, before events, you know? and You know, like, you could have done a point a little bit different, you know, those things. And, like I said, just reach back and and touch on it and, you know, you
1: learn from it.
0: Yeah, the margin for error is very, very small in paintball when you're only playing, like, probably on average of six or seven points a match uh that's not too many spins there uh compared to like and compared to other sports where like hey our our match time is like somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes in other sports it's like hey you've got an hour on the field or maybe multiple hours when you include all the break time and all that and there's a lot of wiggle room for mistakes and adjustments and things like that. Paintball doesn't have that. It's such a brutal like cut where you have to come out firing. Otherwise, uh, the the catch-up game is very difficult to come back through.
1: For sure.
0: So uh, this next question, I, I'm looking at the chat right here. We got Jared Sherman in the chat.
2: Terminator. Uh, uh, Jared. Yeah.
0: Jared. So his question for both of you guys, uh, going back to talking about Ryan Gray, he says, what makes Ryan Gray such a good coach and how has, uh, how have each of you, uh, become a better player due to his influence?
1: I mean, I guess some people could argue. He's like, you know, he can
3: be pretty, he's pretty blunt. I mean, he doesn't sugarcoat anything by any means, you know, he'd be really hard on you sometimes, but I mean. For me personally, I mean, yeah, it could be like tough, but I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, he just wants you to be like the best you can be, like pull it out of you, you know, like hold you accountable. And, yeah, uh, I think accountability is one of the main things, you know. Probably. And it's just, it, it really does, like you know, me personally, it's it's made me into a better person. You know, that's something that like I appreciate and, and thankful for. You know, I mean, there are a lot of hard days. I mean, I'm sometimes at practice, I'm the one that gets chewed out the most, you
1: know, and you know make make mistakes you know what happens uh, um you know just like learn from it get through it you know and uh i don't know just uh just all the paintball iq like being exposed to you know
3: and yeah. uh just like growing up you know i've i've been around the scene a lot and i mean things uh you know family things and and stuff come up and i've missed opportunities playing with other teams and you know runs and uh i know i give a lot to like ron you know for like having faith in me and and believing in me you know like pushing me you know in those times and
1: uh i don't know, it's just like things i'm I'm grateful for you know over the last three years so hopefully, I answered your question jared yeah i
2: would say if, if it's my turn on the subject i'd say uh it kind of reminds me of like a, a driven coach sometimes you know like He's really, he's really going to drive you and really going to push you, but makes you better and stronger at the end of the day. And I feel like the accountability is, is one thing and just things I feel like he expects me to know as a, a pro player sometimes that I don't know that forces me to learn those things has been important for me as well. And like holding myself to a higher standard, you know, I, I think has been another thing. And, you know, like I said, it improves your personal life as well as well as your, uh, career. Jared Sherman.
0: Thanks for that, Jared. Uh, so Great. next question is brought to us by Uno's jerky. So let's talk about, uh, speaking of, you know, Ryan gray yeah. and the, uh, the speech from, uh, cup after y'all's first match, let's talk about cup from last year so uh that that event was obviously a lot going on you had the hurricane that uh canceled the first day of play and the whole schedule had to be redone you had uh players and teams not making it in because of canceled flights and things like that Um, second coming we actually called that hurricane in. it was a huge (laughs) failure yeah paul knows uh, i-35 all-stars know hurricane's a home field advantage for us
2: he knows the guy yeah no, that was
3: a good one. No, we played in like hurricane weathers in Houston, and it was just like, it was
2: nasty. Memorable, but. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. big, galaxy.
0: Yeah. So uh, this, so that that event, it all came down to the finals against Fit, which was a winner take all situation. Winner gets the pro spot, and you guys, uh, you absolutely put on a show and dominated when it mattered the most so what just kind of walk me through what was the that roller coaster like for you guys
3: i don't know man it was like a movie like just how everything broke down you know just you know it was really cool like despite the odds you know we love archie and mike but it's like to hear like other people from chicago and yeah. did so good because of them you know it's like damn like you know just totally discredited like said that. yeah and it's like on picking up ivan we all love ivan like he was such a good yeah, fan that's like, awesome i've so yeah, been so yeah so it was really cool he just came in and you know she filled that spot great she you know Chelsea. such a team good team player yeah, like yeah. good dude you know like all across the board and fall like a bad man you know we went bowling in louisiana i think that had something to do yeah. too yeah. Bowling, you know bowling team um, nothing, you know jared had some like hot fries and like we all had like world cup hot fries and I don't know, just everything, man. Every little moment that like went into it, like just just added to the trip. You know, we saw a lot of good friends at Cup that we haven't seen in a long time, like David Deaton, boy Eddie Ortiz, you yeah,
2: know, and sure. uh, Ortiz, David Deaton.
3: and then just like how the event broke down too. You know, we we slayed some like Titans in a in a sense. Uh, you know, I mean, we lost like one of the worst teams, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> <little> and <laughs> as like the first match, and just you know and that kind of set things off. Um. And then you know, battered our way through prelims, and it was cool because on Sunday uh, we played a team, and uh, you know, in the semis, and uh, they kind of had our number like all year, you know, like uh, you know, we shit the bed in Dallas, you know, had some like team issues, and you know, they they I think they mercy ruled us like five out, like first game, and like it really sucked, and um, Chicago was different. We met we played them uh, second match Sunday and uh it really sucked that was our second time playing them and they were up like 3-1 or we were up 3-1 and we let them come back and tie and beat us in overtime and that was really like deflating
2: yeah Those were think about that one soon. you know and
3: so they were just kind of like our titan a little bit playing like the semis and just completely just just own that game was like really cool you know i think everyone kind of played with like a chip on their shoulder you know their guys were coming over being like like we were playing this blind spot and like never hitting <laughs> shot and played y'all
1: I like you know we played with a lot of like conviction
2: you by know, that, that game by that match it felt like we were in the trenches we in the tournament so it was it was real like there's no no more dub excuses like oh slow star there's none of that it was like do or die like you got to beat these guys we got to move on and beat the next guy and beat the next guy and then win it you know it was really surreal and then
3: and then to see it like come down to just like a final like Texas showdown like I was you know, for the years, finals. Too. I don't know, crazy and, and how it play, you know, broke down. Kinda like a one um, man, you know, it's like he played out of his mind. I would say like he he played so we good all did, Sunday. Was I mean everyone from part from you know, everyone like just
2: even every pit, you know, Shab's calling, and, you know. And, you know, just everyone everyone that was there
3: that made it just, you know, and, and play fit in the finals and does it come out the way we did? Like, just said a lot. Like, you know, like I said, it was, it was like a movie,
2: you know, it was like some storybook stuff, you know, like beat them by one point. You kind know, of like still to, like, didn't believe out. it after we won, you know, seeing Ivan like fall to his knees and start crying on the finals field. And like people start throwing stuff and jumping up and down. And I, you know, I didn't even react. Cause like, I still hadn't set in yet fully, you know, it's pretty, it was a glorious moment that like Virginia is definitely uh two favorite tournaments here. Like, much the start to this run from like d2 to you know the to turning pro so it's in my favorite tournaments
0: definitely and I, and i wonder like how much how much like more fire did you play with after you uh after blast camp didn't make it out of the prelims and it was like oh this this spot's up like there's there's a shot here
2: you know i had a it shoveled some coal on the fire for sure i had a little Pled bit of down. doubt i heard
3: like both sides as we were going and then when you came up with the calculator. Like we got a chance, you know, and I don't know, it was really cool. Don't lie, coming
1: through, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was very
2: surreal. Shout out to Christian Smith.
0: <laughs> Appreciate. Did y'all? So, so <laughs> did y'all? Because uh, I know when I was talking to Jared, like he he was saying that he wasn't like fully aware that he had, that y'all had earned the pro spot until uh, like.
2: No, I don't think i mean i wasn't fully aware that that i was kind of like a fuck around to find out situation i didn't believe it well, kind yeah. of you know and That's i just still didn't want to believe that i wanted to like hear from somebody for sure yeah. and, then, and before i let you know started celebrating for that but like world cup world cup of enough was was pretty good like that was ryan's first world cup a lot of our first world cups you know it was just it was just glorious in of itself but just like adding the pro spot on top of that was great
0: Oh, well, that's, uh, you know, that's definitely y'all picked a a good stage to really leave it all out there on the field for, right?
2: Yeah. It's fantastic.
0: So, uh, this next question is going to be for both of you guys is brought to us by, uh, my buddy Thomas on, uh, the Titans, uh, his brand FU athletics, go to thefuathletics.com use code in the pits, 25 for 25% off of your order. So for both of you through all of these, uh, through your careers, all of these moments that you've had, uh, do you have a single favorite moment in your career? Let's start with Ty. Uh,
2: so I, I touched on this a minute ago, but it's probably, this, it's probably been world cup so far, you know, but like, also the moment of getting to the first pro event with all the boys and, you know, like taking pictures and getting all the gear and doing all that stuff was really phenomenal too. That was, that was pretty much like when you know, like shit, shit's real. You know, you better start performing. You know, that and I'd say if I had to, I'd say if I had to say if, if Virginia World Cup and then that being probably the, the number one moment. What the uh, you know showing up and like you know, that's when you know everything's really real. You know, you show up for your first pro event and you know like practice protein like right off the bat and which you know we've been doing, but it was. It's a little bit different, you know? Yeah. And then showing up and knowing like we I think we thrive as the underdog, so being being the twentieth pro team right when you show up, it's just like we're right where we're meant to start out again, you know. So I think that was probably what i the when was showing up to the first pro
1: event I mean, yeah, I mean I gotta say those are pretty like two like
3: profound moments you know, the cup, you know, World Cup, sharing it with them, and in Virginia, you know, how it broke down. Uh, I mean, there are a ton of, like, you know, local divisional tournaments fun, and uh, playing with a lot of, like, uh, you know, guys, they're still playing, you know, um, you know, in lower divisions with, like, all the homies and stuff, you know, those are, those are priceless,
1: and uh, I don't know, um, just, it's been fun one of those it's hard to pick just one right i mean it's hard yeah, yeah. it's, it's hard like ask me what my favorite food is <laughs>
0: that's tough but uh, that's what paintball is all about is making those moments and uh definitely a lot to choose from
1: for sure all
0: right y'all so uh this next question is brought to us by hydra so uh on your journeys, who have been some of the individuals that have helped you out along the way?
2: First, I'll go first on this one. I think, I think um, you know, my parents have helped me out a lot, uh, taking me to practice when I was younger. And, you know, without them, probably start being able to start that young, I think is, you know, you can't replace something like that. Just growing up with the body language of the gun and playing is normal. So probably first with parents... And then uh, I'd say Mark Franz, owner owner of Austin Notorious, Alabama, Prime Tickets, you know. Um, he's always helped me a lot in my paintball career and done a lot for me. And Alex Martinez as well has helped me out a lot. And I'd say a lot of members of X Factor, you know, I've looked up to growing up. And how professional they've been has kind of shaped me as a player as well. So
1: i say I'd say that's my answer.
0: How about you, Paul? Who are, who have been some of the people that have helped you out along the way?
1: Uh, growing up, um, I would say a lot of
3: like, they, you know, I could name them, like a couple off the top of my head. Um, say Mikey Villarreal. You know, he's been a big influence in my paintball career. You know, ever since day one. You know, playing at
2: Springfield Maximum.
3: Yeah, old Maximum. Mm, yeah, yeah, like all the boy kids, and you know, some of the X Factor guys, like the D two guys, was more closer with. They didn't really, like, know the X-Factor guys until like, later, but uh, a lot of those guys, too. Um, Derek Jordan was always like one of my favorite players, just, like, on and off the field. You when know, he turns up on the wall. And yeah. got two of them. So, like, real proud of those. And, uh, yeah, a couple of the X-Factor guys. Playing with Michael's. you know, really cool. He's a good person, you know. Good dad, you know, someone to aspire to. And, um... You know, it's, it's pretty cool having Mike. And um, I would say at Old Maximum there was a a guy named Sidney Ying. He was a Vietnamese guy, and he uh he Chinese. I'm sorry, it's Chinese. Um, he he worked at the field, and uh, I don't know. He's just a really good guy that you know showed me
1: a lot of love, like in uh, you know some rough times. You know, it's like my second or third time meeting him, and. and uh i couldn't afford to like get it spend like 180 bucks on annoyed right then and there and he just gave me a new one it
3: was like don't worry about it. like just go out and play you know i was being like some so high school great. high school kid you know so much you know yep and it's just like
2: absolutely
3: like something like that like just like we'll stick with you like the rest of your life you know and uh just like a gesture like that and so i don't know he was he was always a big impact and it was it was really hard on me and a lot of People there that you know when he passed away,
1: and uh, you know me and him always like salute field and uh, I don't know, just you know those guys. Um, a lot of the guys like I'm playing with motivated and going. So,
3: and then Mark friends as well, you know he's he's been there and you know always helped me out, you know in, in tough times, you know kept me playing. So you know thankful for all that
0: for sure uh, and i love how big the list is for both of you like and that's just i think a, a product a of what- and there's a lot of
1: like other people far in between you know yeah there's been there's many so many
2: paintball, incredibly supportive and like wide you know far-reaching so it's, and that that's something that keeps me going because i mean
1: with
3: paintball you know it's expensive you know the politics kind of rub me the wrong well, way you know, sometimes and it. and things like that and and all that but you know it's just at the end of the day it's like you do it for the people around you and you know day ones and stuff like that you know like it really
1: keeps me motivated and going there's a lot of them. And there's a lot of them, you know
0: definitely uh yeah and i think i think just the there's so many individuals out there in paintball and even more so like within the texas scene there's so many great guys out there guys and girls that uh really trying to help those around them, help them succeed, help build them up. Uh, And that's why, that's why Texas is where it is right now. That's why it's the Mecca and that's why it will continue to be on top. Uh, So kind of on the opposite spectrum of that though, uh, do you guys have any players or teams that you would uh, consider your rivals over the years?
1: Um, There's definitely been a few
2: teams throughout the years, like divisionally. I remember, like, back in the XBL series, like, Greed like stole a couple from us. Like, we'd be steamrolling our way through a tournament and then right at the finals, they would, you know, scout us real well and just change the game plan up and beat us tactically in the finals. And, you know, it seems like that. I think more recently speaking, I think definitely, like, last camper fit. Probably fit was definitely, like, a, a, a rival of ours. So it's like... World Cup. I mean, they're a Texas team as well, so gotta love them. You know, that was
1: a thing for a minute. Um, we still love those guys. And, you know, th- there's been quite a few teams throughout the years, but I think now we're pretty over looking for one, I guess. I don't know.
2: I know Heat's had our number a few times recently, so and we like, like their aggressive style. And pretty ballistic as well. So
1: I feel like it's always a good matchup. Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, especially for Paul, who's, uh, you know, he knows real well playing against Fit. It seemed like Fit and Notorious were always back and forth, especially uh, during the Division Three years, uh, both locally and in the NXL. Uh, I remember... Uh, couple of tournaments where it's like okay they're both you know both of you guys are in on sunday and then you go up against each other in quarterfinals or semifinals and it just always seemed i know it it was a trip
3: because like in those years like 1918 you know it's like we kind of like grew up the ranks together in a way you know with the fit guys and the fit program always felt like so yeah just especially in like 19 you know you had
1: kings and greed you know those were seeing like the finals and give us like the hardest matches you know Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Like a couple of those guys are playing with us now, you know. So
0: definitely. All right. So uh, this next question. So looking to the future, uh, and looking at y'all's roster on uh, PB leagues right now for Chicago, uh, you you know, uh, recently you added Harris Hussein for the last event. He seemed to be a really good addition to y'all. Seemed to work uh, really well. with your system and then uh you're getting michael back and then at least just looking at pb leagues uh for the time being it looks like you've added renee rodriguez who has he's stayed in the notorious camp he was playing with y'all uh through division two and semi-pro but this year he's been on the uh, austin fsu nxl europe pro line and so it looks like for chicago the gang is going to be fully back together so what are your hopes for going into this one
2: uh, i'm excited i know i know he's on the roster so that's all i've heard about it so far um, i just know when i gotta go at practice up
3: against like renee and tylen drew aside like, man i got my hands full
2: you know so it's, it's yeah, good to have it's, renee it's back play like, with them. family a good guy. like a good, good head on the shoulders
3: yeah. good guy so i don't know having having all those guys back mike too you know just... it's exciting yeah and harris harris has been a really good addition you know i feel like he's He's real, like, misunderstood if you don't know him, like, personally, or, like, have have had a conversation with him, you know, people have, you know, what they think from, like, the internet, you know, and it's, you know, see that, but to get to know him, like, on a personal level, like, he's a good dude, you know, he really has. Yeah. We're all pretty level-headed, and I think sometimes we overthink things, and, like, I don't know, he, he brings, he's good at getting us all, like, walled up, and, like, bringing that kind of, like, you attitude out of us like right then and there you know and uh sometimes you need a little push you know yeah you know and it's uh it's cool i know he's kind of going through some hard times this last of it was cool just like for us to kind of be there to pick him up as he was for us you
1: know and it worked out you know really good it's it's nice having him around so it's a good fit
0: Definitely. And uh, we'll see if you can continue your uh, Sunday appearances going into this one. Uh, So real quick for everybody watching uh, live, thank you for tuning in. That was your uh, last chance to get some questions in the chat. We're getting close to the end of our show. Uh, So this next question is brought to us by get that shot message him on Facebook or Instagram. If you need media coverage at the upcoming NXL Chicago event. Uh, So for uh, you guys, are there any, Uh, anybody in Texas, either teams, players, brands, projects that have caught your attention lately, who do you think, uh, is someone that deserves more recognition for what they're doing, or maybe they're an up and comer. Just, uh, give a shout out to someone here.
2: Um, I'd I'd like to give a shout out to Max because, uh, all the stuff Charles makes is great. I've been having a lot of fun with all that, testing out prototypes and Seeing all the custom customization he's got going on, he seems to be really, really good with that, and he's got really quick turnaround time with that kind of stuff. So, like custom bandanas and all the shirts and nice pants and all the stuff with our uh, stuff printed on it's really nice. Um, and then all the field, all the teams that practice at um, Outlaw, our home field, they um, we always get good looks at those teams, and they all seem to be like steadily improving, and like their hard work is, I think, showing off, and just the uh, you know you can see their continued grind and the amount of effort they put into it and field as well as their own skill level. And it's just, it's a it's good. Um, talent pool.
1: So that's, that's who I'm shouting out. How about you, Paul? Yeah. I mean, Max is good. I mean, all the homies that, you know, been
3: keeping, you know, staying at it, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see them like doing good. Um, always like the, you know, the XTPL series or the H, the houston paintball series uh with you know james harden and richie tran i don't know if they're doing it but when i was doing it um i know they were kind of pioneers of that and had a lot of respect for them to you know pave the way for for that kind of bringing back that tournament series back in houston you know so i participated we did in some of them you know it was a lot of work for them um yeah those guys um you know max charles has been really cool um us and you know is really taking care of us and you know proud you know wearing uh, you know Max stuff so um, it's been good
1: and uh, yeah just like all the the people at our fields you know it's cool to see everyone motivated and trying to be that next team that
3: goes up the ranks you know and uh, to see like groups of dudes like like starting to put in years together you know like it's it's paying off. You know?
0: Really cool. Yep, we all paved the way, and now everybody else is like, well, why not us?
3: Exactly. I mean, I I would have never thought, you know, like, sitting here, like, two years ago, like, thinking we'd be in this position, like, it's so surreal, you know? it's I knew it would happen. I mean, we talked about it as, like, little kids, like, I thought making, take making all the semi-pro, pro, pro. you know? And, it's, like, to excel that, you know, it's crazy. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like I said, if if
2: we can do it, like, any, anyone else can do it, you know? Maybe also... We'll just, Also shout out to all the, all the homies in San Antonio. We don't see very often. Love you boys. Yeah. Every time we get to go down there, it's always a pleasure seeing everybody. So it is.
0: Definitely. All right. Uh, let's see one question in the chat here from Dan Shelley. Uh, yes. Uh, between you two, who's going to win in a one-on-one?
2: Uh, we go pretty toe-to-toe, you know, we have our days, we've got a running tally, but
3: i'd say lately he probably because all the drills he's been putting
2: in yeah the drills pay off in the little things but you know like mentally it's just it's so uh, you just gotta stay sharp you know yeah life i think it's a pretty pretty even pretty easy you just gotta go out there though. and
3: send it you know don't let the, yeah. the stare downs get to you like
2: we we don't do duels like we used to but we used to go at it for quite a while in the practice you know just like just gunfighting just sets of five sets of seven whatever you know just getting it yeah one-on-ones are fun
0: yeah i've seen paul uh like he's he's the main guy that i think of whenever it's like hey we start the day with one-on-ones we end the day with one-on-ones paul's the guy that i think about he's always the first one he's like all right who's gonna who's gonna get it i'm out here yeah he's
2: a he's a bit iffy sometimes but he's actually my favorite paintball player
0: yeah. Paul is, uh, he definitely has the, the free smoke sign out there. Uh, anytime you want one-on-ones Paul's out there. Well, Like it. All right, y'all. So I think that, uh, just about does it for our questions here in the chat. I'm scrolling back up. See if I've missed anything here. Um, See, oh, here's one here. Uh, do you got any? This is from Brandon Ortega of Bemraps. Uh, do you guys have a memorable experience with any sponsors throughout the years?
1: Um, well, I think I think this.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few. We have quite a few. I think I think the ones that stick out to me, not because they're most recent, but because they're probably the most positive, was working probably with uh, Virtue and Maxed. Um, they've just been like most accommodating and they've been the most receptive you know i've never had anybody be like hey is if our pants are ripping somewhere can you show us where they're ripping you know how do you think we can improve this product I've never really had anybody ask me those kind of questions and have having, having you know knowing that somebody might be changing something a little bit to help people like you who might slide a lot or dive a lot this really means a lot because i know that you is going to be better for you know and just tlx with the guns and out a lot with the field. It's all. It's all been great. You know, bags and everything. Powerhouse. It's just been a great experience the whole time. So I think those. Those are probably the most memorable ones recently. Just because they've been so positive and so supportive.
1: Really. What about you, Paul? Yeah, the virtue dudes are cool. Like they've been yeah. and getting to talk to them in events and stuff. You know, They're cool nice. dudes as well. Yeah. Very on of Like it.
2: All right y'all it's cool to get get a jersey every event you know like and charles is actually like back in the x when they had the xbls and xbl lights back in i don't know 2012 or 13 he he's he was filming us down there playing with notorious so it's really cool to have somebody with that kind of history as well being able to sponsor us and do his own thing and be able to help support us and and give back to us and not just be, you know, like a passive sponsor who's just kind of there. You know, it's it's really great working with somebody that you have that history with as well, and a, and a local Texas guy. It's great.
0: Yep, Charles is definitely uh, he's he's been around a long time. I I uh, remember working uh, with Charles back when he was with Social Paintball and he was doing the stuff for the Texas yeah. Longhorns. So he's he's been around.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: All right um let's see one question in the chat um let's see ozzy boy he asked where is jared uh you can actually ozzy boy if you go back to episode 34 you can check out jared's episode
3: we'll get jared next time if we have
0: to we'll get we'll get a whole thing going with the boys all
1: right
0: right, so i think that just about does it for our episode this last question is brought to us uh by gel stewart's brand compete message him on facebook or instagram mentioned in the pits for 10% off of your order of soft goods. So guys, uh, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any last shout outs or things you'd like to say before we sign off?
1: Um just
2: grind, you know, drink water, spot out there. Um peace in the Middle East. I don't know. That's, that's the main. This is gist of it.
1: You know, drink water. Yeah. For sure. I would say thank you to Kayla
3: and like Mom- for like the support and just like all my friends that have been there, homies, um, and just like my teammates, you know, I, I truly think like, you know, we have a really awesome team, and like if everyone continues to like buying and putting the work, like it's gonna come, you know, like another season or two, like we'll be winning tournaments. So I
1: just, I just really hope like, you know, everyone just you know keeps putting in the work and you know looking forward, so
0: absolutely yeah it takes a lot of work but it's uh so so rewarding whenever you finally get that that uh first place for sure all right y'all so i think that does it for our show uh paul ty thank you so much for joining me on this one and everybody online thank you so much for tuning in uh be sure to go yeah we
3: really appreciate it christian it was fun like thank you no
0: yeah absolutely. Uh, I've been looking yeah. forward to this one for a while, and finally, it feels good to get the boys on and just uh feature kind of your journey and like obviously, you're the newest pro team uh in the n x l and it's been it's been going pretty well, I think, so uh just getting to highlight your story and uh show it off to everybody else out there that's listening and thinking, Hey, why not me? yeah
3: I'm not means a lot and i hope like you know our testimony like you know encourages guys
2: to keep doing it you know just takes Mm -hmm. hard work and discipline so you just got to keep at it keep withering away do a little bit more each day you know
0: for sure all right so that does it uh for the show be sure to go follow paul at paulinus underscore hubertus 27 on instagram and then go follow ty at thb <laughs> yeah, go follow Sasha. What, what's his? Is he still at? Uh, is he doing all Papa those? Nash. Is still at Papa Sash? Okay, he didn't open uh, Vault Shining Instagram words. or anything like that. He, pa, Sasha's got like twenty Instagram pages now.
2: I love it. Doing God's work.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, what other guests would you all like to see on the show? Be sure to leave a comment down below. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. The show goes live weekly here on youtube.com slash at in the pits paintball podcast and recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple podcasts, and Spotify the next day. Shout out to my partner and sponsors to your subscribers on Patreon, FU Athletics, Get That Shot, Paintball Kumite, Compete, Bem Raps, Skull Monkeys Paintball, Hydra, XCPL Events, Uno's Jerky, Mariachi Aguilas de Oro, and Pod Runners Union. Uh, we will see you guys next week for episode 64. And stay tuned for the September schedule. Got some things in the works. I'm uh, just finalizing a few episodes, but uh, hopefully if everything ends up working out, uh, it's going to be uh, kind of breaking new ground for the show. So definitely uh, stay tuned for that announcement. So, Paul, Ty, thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having us. I'll see you.